Hey, this is Logan with Antioch Speaks. We are so glad to have you back here for our fifth podcast this week. If you've been liking the uh, previous podcast that we've been putting out the last couple days, please like, comment, share with a friend. Let us know your feedback. Let us know your thoughts. Comment on our Facebook page, our Instagram, all of our social media. Or you can even interact with us on our website, AntiochSpeaks.com. But let's get ready to talk about God's healing power today. All right, uh, we are back for a Friday morning devotional. Dude, Christmas is two days away. Can you believe that? I cannot believe Christmas 2022 is already here. Praise God. Come this on, year somebody. flew by. I know, bro, and it's getting cold. Like It's going to be cold, cold today. Yeah, I guess so. I think that's um, hypothetical. We don't know how cold this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, the weatherman could be wrong. Have you looked at your weather app? It says... 49 to 9. That's a very wide spread. Got to be the best job in the world, huh? Be the weatherman? You can be wrong all the time. Never have Who to cares? be right. You know what's funny is you bring that up is, is Jesus brought that up. Jesus yeah. said, you can tell what the weather is by looking at the sky, but you have no idea when the Son of Man is right here with you. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. Man, they took them for granted. They missed that. They absolutely missed it. Jesus went around doing what? Healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, casting out the demons. Literally came to serve humanity, and they missed them. Completely missed it. And if they're more accurate from Jesus' you know, words about the weather than they were about the Son of God, then they missed the mark big, bigly, yeah. as Trump would say. Bigly. Big time missed the mark. <laughs> so healing the sick. We, ha- we have stayed on a, so um, I was talking to someone today that's pretty close to the show, but um, they said to me, you guys have a theme going. The Lord provides, the Lord provides. That wasn't planned. It was not. No, we just, we've just been rocking with it. I mean, it's working. Yeah. Cool. Right, you know, but so on uh, Monday we did the Lord provides uh, godly living. He provides us a way to live godly. Yep. Everything that we need. Tuesday was the Lord provides a way to escape temptation, a way out of temptation. Amen to that. And then Wednesday was the Lord provides a way to righteous to access him. Yeah. To access him, to access him. That's what it was. Right. And then man, uh, this morning's uh, the Lord provides rest. That was, I I listened to it again today, man. And I, I, I thought it was pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. And then I noticed, I tagged you, uh, someone posted it on social media. I think it was uh, someone we both know. I tagged you, so if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm off social media for a few days. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm sorry I brought it up. I, I'm trying to honor your fast. I just it's okay. forget. The Lord is good. He is so good. Um, all right, so I'm going, to do, I'm going to turn to Matthew 9, uh, verse 35 in my NIV. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to read that, and then we'll go. What do you say? What do you say to that? Yeah, let's do it. I think I have a little bit of a testimony today. I think you do too. Uh, I really want to dive into this topic. Th- this topic has really meant a lot to me. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start right here. Um, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease 
and sickness. Come on. Not not the ones that the Lord wills. Every, Every disease. Sickness. And they sever the, the the author here, who I believe is the Holy Spirit, okay. But yeah, come Matthew. On. Separated sickness and disease as two different things. I don't think we're able to do it. I don't you know. That's intentional. You think about that? That is intentional. Sickness, okay, yeah, you got like a temporary situation going on. Disease, that's that's long long term. Totally. If someone tells you they have food poisoning, you would think sickness. Yeah. Uh, that'll pass in a, in a couple, eight, 12 hours, you're going to get through this. Yeah. But when someone tells you they have um, a, a skin disease or cancer or something like that, you know this is going to be a long haul process. Yep. Um, but in, you know, in my mind sickness disease i called cancer sickness and i called food poisoning you know disease it, to me it it wasn't separate until you know right now i'm realizing right so um do you have a place you want to go with this yeah man so here's here's what i'll say i didn't grow up in a worldview where god was a healer like you know here's here's what i think i think it's important to talk about this because I feel like people believe God can, but they believe he doesn't. When All right, for example, right? So, like, people are like, oh, pray for so-and-so. They're, they've got cancer. But then do they really believe that God's going to do it? They usually will just pray, oh, God, help them. Help them get through it. Or help them, you know, like. And then, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, let's pray. Like, God, let's let's cast this cancer out. Let's, let's, yeah. let's take authority over this. This is not from you. And so... I didn't grow up thinking like that. I just grew up like, okay, let's say my little prayers at night and let's go to bed. And that was it. When I came to the faith and like really started following the Lord, I, I was, you know, not backslidden, but I just didn't really know my Bible. I didn't really know God. So I was not necessarily following him and didn't really know anything other than Jesus died on the cross. He was born at Christmas and Moses split the Red Sea. That was about all I knew. Sure. The good, and, yeah, the yeah. good stories. Yeah. And, and what I think about healing is, it really became a reality to me when I started doing missionary work. One of the craziest things I saw overseas, even in Hawaii and all the other places I've been to, like the supernatural was breaking out, healing everywhere. You could pray for 20 people and all 20 people would be healed. And you could, you try to do that in America and like people Maybe were like, two and then people were like, Oh, thanks. Yeah. Just keep praying for me. But yeah. like, they don't want you to like pray for them right now. They don't want healing right now. In Africa, there was a lady I met um, in a weird situation. There was a, a guy that we were doing ministry with, and I met him in the marketplace um, in their little shops. Nothing crazy, just dirt roads and a bunch of little, you know, tiki hut type shop, you know, nothing big. And there was a van that came through, and this gentleman, he waved. And the guy that was my ministry partner, he was translating and he, this guy waved him, waved at him, and he waved back, and he's like, hey. And he goes, no, like, wave, and then he started waving to come here. And he's like, uh, he's like, man, will you come come here real quick? And he looked at us, he's like, hey, follow me real quick, because he didn't know what was going on. And the guy gets there, and he goes, he starts talking in Uganda, and we're like, what is he saying? And he's like, oh, my goodness, something's bad. Like, it's really happened to his wife. And he didn't know the wife was in the vehicle. So she has this, they have like a little minivan, and what had happened was, is the wife had gotten uh, into an accident, a car hit her while she was walking, and they rushed her to the hospital, 
Doctor says we don't have the supplies that we need to do anything for her. She's going to be paralyzed for her life. She's done. And she was laying on the floor of the minivan. And I'm, I'm in the middle of like a little marketplace shop. And this gentleman looks at us and he tells us in English, he's like, we need to lay hands on her. She just got hit by a car. And the doctor says there's nothing we can do. So me and my partner, uh, my outreach leader, we went and prayed for this uh, lady. And we didn't pray long. But man, we, 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 we were like, God, please, like, heal her. Like, we, we thank you for healing her. It, you paid a price for this miracle. Uh, you know, the, the, the stripes that you took when you were beaten and bruised and just everything. You, you did this for us. And we prayed for her. And I didn't see her again. A couple of days later, I was actually on a plane back to America. And I get a text on WhatsApp from my translator of a picture of this lady walking and, like, standing up in her house, like, walking out the door. Amen. And he said, a total miracle has happened since the day you guys prayed with us. She's walking around. She doesn't need a wheelchair. Doctor says that he doesn't understand what's happening. She should be paralyzed. And here she is walking. That's amazing. And I was like, this is insane. And I saw countless, countless things like that. Why do you think that you you see so many more when you are in... Uh, third world countries or you're in like you know why do you think you see more healings when you're over there than you do in america what would your synopsis be what, what it's, you, what it's a think? to me it's a total dependence on god there's no other way there is no other way like you think that's god why our attitude is awkwardness when you want to lay your hands on me and pray with me i feel awkward i feel weird i don't I, yeah we're like timid about it because i i have a doctor i can go to because i have insurance you think that's yeah what it is? i mean it's just life is different there. They are so hungry for God. And I think about it like this, you know, Exodus 15 says, uh, in verse 26, it says that I am the Lord, your healer. And this is God speaking to Moses and, and the nation of Israel. And when they went through the Israelites, when they went through Egypt and they went through the wilderness and they get, you know, to the promised land, it says that none of them were sick or feeble. None of them were weak. The whole time they were doing Correct, that. Correct, yeah, yeah. And so I think there's like this idea that we don't have access to healing now because it's like over with and done with. But over there and, and overseas, people depend on it. It's just if God doesn't show up, people die. Yeah. And, and, and there's tragic like things like that all over the world. I'm not saying that people don't just do that here in America, but it's over there. It's just hunger, raw expectation that he will fulfill his promise. When he says, I am the Lord, your healer, it's just they expect it. Yeah. And it, I, and it happens. I, I have to say um, this, because I'm a believer um, in the healing power of Jesus Christ. Um, I am the believer that sickness and disease more often than not are some sort of torment that, that your body is under attack, especially if you're a believer. Um, so... For me, just the, you, you know, testimonial. I've never been to a third world country. Okay, right. these are American testimonies. Um, the first one is uh, I had an uncle who was an unbeliever who got, uh, I believe, a lung cancer or he had a mass in his lung. Okay, doctors and nurses testify that my uncle spit this cancer up after a family member went and prayed the healing power. Wow. Over him, which made him a believer. And what was interesting, after he was in his 50s, 
after he coughed this thing up, he proclaimed the good works of Jesus. I mean, he told every, his sister, he told everyone, his children, that he believed. He never got a chance to start studying the Bible or go to um, churches and get into fellowship like you and I have, the relationship that we have, because he passed away the next year from a full-blown heart attack. So I've always been convinced that God spared him for a year. God, so he God healed him. him. Yeah. To bring him into himself, because I, I know that the Lord it, it brings us to Him, you yeah. know, and I, that that was one of my first healing stories. Okay, the second one is is my current aunt. Now you could go visit her with me. Uh, she owns that cigar shop. Yeah, she was diagnosed with some kind of disease when she was in her teens, when she was sixteen years old. Given a few months left to live, wow! They drove her in the seventies to a healing service. And she was healed, and she's she's seventy four years old or something. Wow! So I they, I I believe it, and I and and I'll end on this, or or I'll you know this is where I'm at with the healing. Me personally, I have I believe the Lord has removed the obsession to drink and do drugs. You know that. Yeah, I told come you on. Time, yeah, which amen. It's a serious thing for me. If you're alcoholic or a drug addict, you know what I'm talking about when I say the obsession has been removed. That obsession is what got me into so much trouble. Right. Um, and, and when that was gone, I, I don't have to use anymore. So yeah. it, it's a huge, there's a huge connection there, and there's something big. But he also has taken a mass off of my body, which I think I've shared with you before. Yeah. And this summer, I was healed of having what I thought was oh, going to be yeah. major. When, when it started, what it was was a uh, black line or something was in my left eye in my peripherals I, I couldn't see in my peripheral and I, I of course when something happens to you you start having all the you know think thoughts of yeah, is this an mind, is there something yeah. going on in my brain am I am I diabetic now or you know you just start thinking of all the things that could make you half blind he he healed me of that Bro, yeah, in a church on. service and it hasn't come back amen and so I believe in the healing uh, personally, um, I haven't seen a limb grow back. But what is funny for me is I have prayed for someone for a limb to grow back, and I will continue to put my hands and and pray for someone to walk who's in a wheelchair, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. One instance or a thing that I've dealt with is I laid my hands on someone who came up to the front for prayer. I put my hands on him and I said, "Is there anything specific I can pray for you for?" And he said, yes, I've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, and I'm having a hard time maintaining my sugar and my diet. Would you pray for my sugar? So I, I did, you know, I, I bowed my head, and I said, Father, you know, heal this man's body to where it's functioning, not just normal, but exceedingly, better than normal. Yeah. I believe you can do it. I know you're the great physician. And he grabs my hand. I had my right hand on his left, on his left shoulder. He took my hand with his right hand and looked me in the eye and said, I have a porn addiction. Whoa. And bro, that for me was when I, I, I said, oh, you're forgiven. I said, let's talk about this. And, and we went into a confession thing. I realized then the forgiveness of sin, the healing of, of iniquities and in the sin is bigger than the diabetes. Yeah, and, come on. And it was for him too. And it just, I, I um, the, the healing power. That the Lord Jesus, so I've searched everywhere for a while, but especially tonight because I knew we were going to go into this devotional, which is probably going to run longer. But when I searched, I think Jesus was the first to deal with this. 
In the Old Testament, yes, David cried out to God for healing. Yes, the Lord told Moses that he was the healer. Yes, Isaiah told us that Jesus was going to come and heal us. Yes, that's, that's all true. But Jesus was the first one that spoke to sickness, spoke to disease, and spoke to spirits and cast them out. Yeah, that's insane. It's totally insane. And it's you, awesome. It's so awesome. And when you, you, so when you said to me, let's do, you know, the Lord provided healing, it kind of pairs in with yesterday that Jesus provided uh, uh, our access to uh, uh, God, and, and Jesus provides us with healing and the casting out of demons, which we can get into on yeah, another day. Yeah, yeah but because I'm going to tell you now, if you listen to this, the devotional, and you decide to grab your Bible and look up what we're talking about to test if, we, if we're sound on what we're talking about, you're going to find that sickness and disease is right there with the dean the demons like you're gonna find that it's all whether it's paul or peter or wherever you are when they're dealing with sickness and infirmities poverty uh uh, sexual uh um infidel you know uh you know sexual sin it's all got demons in it yeah yeah dude i think about that one time we were talking and we were talking about when jesus healed that man and he's and the Pharisees are like sitting there, like waiting for him, just ready to trap him. And he's like, "Which one's harder to forgive, you know, sin, or to heal this man?" Right. And he's like, "I tell you that your sins are forgiven." And they all freaked out. Everybody freaked out, and and people translate it now in a weird way. Some people are like, "Oh yeah, it'd be harder to to, to heal your body than forgive your sin." No, man. Sin forgiven is Jesus the greatest doing thing something ever. Deep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because when you do something wrong, even you know, before you read the Ten Commandments, you knew you did it, and it stays with you. It stays with you when you see the victim. Yeah, yeah. The 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 thing that I love is that God redeems everything if we allow Him to. And this, there's a beauty there's a beauty in that story of the Israelites coming out. Right, I, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. The fact that. None of them came out weak or feeble or sick. Yeah. When there's God's presence hovering over you, hovering over his people, living with his people, dwelling with them, sickness can't remain. I, it can't I, even enter. It can't, it can't. And the beautiful thing is, even if the devil does kind of try to cut in and, and, and bring something, he's already defeated, right? Yeah. The victory that Jesus did when, it, when Isaiah prophesied about this, that by his stripes we are healed and you know, he was wounded for our transgressions, beaten for our iniquities, all those things, is that literally when he resurrected, it was like, boom. All the power that the enemy thought he might have had or could have had, even in the worst situation, cancer, you know, uncurable diseases, Jesus has the power to, like, just with one word. Absolutely. Just with one touch, heal somebody. Absolutely. And we we believe, and we encourage those who listen that if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, start praying for the sick. Do doesn't it. matter how big or small. Over yourself. Yeah. Over your own obsessions, your own anxieties. It, it, I dated somebody a while back, and they said this to me as we were breaking up. She said, I bet you believe anxiety comes from the devil. I don't know what I believed many years ago, but today, yes, I, I emphatically do you know, believe. I would, have told her, I would have said, "Well, I don't believe it comes from God. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly doesn't come from God." Yeah, and I and I gotta you know I gotta say another thing on the when we're talking 
about this praying over your own body, the evidence that there's healing power when you cry out to Jesus, the evidence that there's healing power when you cast out in Jesus' name, and this is really big. This third one is really big. When you live for him holy, and and, and I mean holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, all day throughout your day, you believe he's really there, you're living for him, you're seeking him out, look at Kenneth Copeland. Look at Charles uh, 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 um, Stanley. Charles Stanley's 90 years yeah. old. Billy Graham. Wow. I, these, yeah. I, I, look at these men who holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, lived for the Lord. They, yeah. there's, something, there's more evidence than not. Yeah. There's more evidence than not. And, and, and the healing power in Africa from Christian ministries uh, coming from anywhere on the planet to Africa and laying hands has now put the Africans in Europe preaching Praise the gospel God. Yeah. because it's true. There's more evidence that there's healing power in Christ than there's not. Dude, I, I'm I, telling you what God has done in Africa in the last 70 years through Reinhard Bonnke, through some of these famous evangelists that have labored and labored for the Lord in the nation of Africa. It's literally reshaping history right before our eyes. And we're so like caught up in, oh, what's going on in the White House today? We have no clue what's happening in Africa. There's literally a missions movement coming out of Africa being sent to the rest of the world. And people for the first time are giving a voice to the Africans and the African-Americans, even here in, in this Western civilization, are giving a voice to these people and they are running with it, and God is putting his power on them, and they are casting demons it, out, healing the if sick. If you look at the 40 or 50-year revelation of this, a, re- a revolution of this, is back 30, 40 years ago, Americans were saying, oh, America's going to play a huge uh, uh, play, you know, uh, a huge place when the Lord comes back. America is going to be so powerful when the Lord takes the, you know, his footstool, uh, uh, comes back to uh, uh, Israel and blah, 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 blah. But now you fast forward 40 years and you realize there's missionaries now coming out of where we were going 40 years ago. They're preaching the gospel coming out. Yeah. We really don't know how this is. When the Lord is coming back. Yeah. And when he comes back, I don't know who's going to be playing. Woo. Because look, the, the, right now what you think might be Muslim, or right now what you think might be Hinduism, might get a, a, a Christian missionary preaching the gospel. And they might be preaching the gospel 10 years from now to Christians who just don't know anymore. A generation like Nehemiah had of people who just don't know. Didn't know the word of the Lord. Tell me we're not running into a generation of people who just don't know. Man. I just got so fired up on this devotional, man. Come on. um, It's really cool. If you're a Christian, a Christ follower, a Christian like me, a Christian like Logan, you got to know, man, laying your hands on the sick is part of it. It's part of it, you know. What we've been talking about all week, overcoming temptation, it's part of it. Resting with your father is part of it. Uh, Living a godly life is part of it. And healing in your body is evidence that you're a Christian. Amen. Laying hands on your friends when they tell you they have infirmity is evidence that you're a Christian. He said, these signs will follow those who believe. We just got to ask ourselves, are the signs following us or are they not? So good. Do you have anything else to add? Any other thing? You, you want to close it out? I have a verse. You go ahead. Close go it ahead. Because we're at like 20 minutes now. But um, I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 10. 
to close this out. And I, I really like this part of the book, okay? The names uh, of all of us, you know, if I ever tell my story, I, I'm not <clears throat> trying to add a book to the Bible, but when I tell my story, I want to I, I say Logan Biddy. Logan Biddy this, you know, if you, in the part you played, uh, Christian, Bryson, I, I think these names are important. In Matthew chapter 10, it starts, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them the authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Amen. So we see it again. Then they go through the names. Okay, so read the names on your own. Um, I'm going to pass up the names and just drop down. These 12 Jesus sent out with these instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. Now, I think that this message, what I'm about to say, still uh, is for you and me today. Yeah. The, the, the Gentiles of the current generation, this is our instructions. These are our commandments. The, the are. And this is in verse 7. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Hallelujah. Amen. Heal the sick, raise the dead, clean, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. And now that I'm sober, and now that a mass has fallen off my body, and now that I have testimony of healing, and now that you have testimony of healing, we're supposed to be going out and, and actively, it. offensively. It's more important than the career. It's more important than the little relationships that we want to have and the babies and all these things. We have a calling is to tell people the Lord heals. Let me demonstrate the Lord heals. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Amen. Shall we pray for those who need healing? Yes, that would be awesome. Yeah. Father, we just lift up anyone who needs healing right now. Lord, we just thank you, God, that by his stripes... We are healed, Father, and I believe that, God, if you paid for it with a price, Lord, that it's ours to pick up and receive by faith. So, Lord, I just pray right now healing yes. over everyone who has sickness, disease, infirmity, whatever it may be, Lord. Yes, in Anything Jesus that name. has a name, Lord, we speak the name of Jesus over it, and we call them healed, whole, and well in Jesus' name. And right now, Lord, if, if someone is listening right now that is having a hard time sleeping at night, maybe because of anxiety uh, worried about the future, worried about their health. I cast that out right now in Jesus' yes, name. You, you receive healing. You will sleep uh, well thank right you, now. Jesus. I cast that out. Someone who's feeling rejected right now is listening to, to this voice. They're listening to my voice right now. In Jesus' name, the spirit of offense, you must go. Yeah. Uh, you are not rejected. You are accepted by the Lord Jesus Christ, and you have a purpose. And in Jesus' name, I cast out the spirit of offense the spirit of indifference, and I ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill that void fill it so up. that they yes. know who they are in you, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. That's good. Listen, y'all, a couple days left till Christmas, but let's walk in the power of God, hold fast to the faith, and stand strong on the Word. Amen. And just like the ice storm is coming and Christmas is coming, Jesus is coming back. Come on. Thank you for joining Antioch Speaks on that uh, wonderful adventure, and I hope you did enjoy it. Uh, visit us again uh, wherever you get your favorite podcasts and AntiochSpeaks.com. Send us an email. Get involved. You can be interviewed. You can uh, write a blog. There's a number of different things. We need your help. Thank you so much.